You're listening to Small But Mighty's Short Stuff, advice for small non-profit success in under five minutes, brought to you by the Small Non-Profits Alliance, the hub for Australia's small charities. Hey everyone, I'm Bianca Crocker, founder of the Small Non-Profits Alliance. 2020 has been a challenging year for everyone, and among the lessons learned is the need to stay positive and stay well. Of course, this is true for everyone, but I think it's especially relevant for people like you, the leaders of small nonprofits. In the for-purpose space, we're often under-resourced, have a never-ending to-do list, and the risk of burnout is very real. In this episode, I'm sharing three simple ways I try to stay well. Suggestion number one, be genuine. In her book, Dare to Lead, Research professor and well-known author Brene Brown talks about brave leadership. She also talks about the need to be genuine and says who we are is how we lead. I think this is especially true for leaders of nonprofits working for positive social impact and to create change. Brene says the greatest barrier to courageous leadership isn't fear. It's how we respond to our fear. Our armour, the thoughts, emotions and behaviours that we use to protect ourselves when we aren't willing and able to be vulnerable, move us out of alignment with our values, corrode trust with our colleagues and teams and prevent us from being our most courageous selves. Personally, I find it much simpler to live this way. There's no pretense and life is so much lighter. Once you let go of any personal hang-ups, Being true to yourself and your values becomes so much easier. While you're unlikely to please everyone, at least in your heart, you know you're doing all you can and those around you, your board, your volunteers, and even your supporters will see you for who you really are. Suggestion number two, stay optimistic. Kathy Mann, a fellow fundraiser I know who lives in Canada, had a great conversation going on her LinkedIn profile late last year. She asked people to share what do they do to remain positive, especially when times are tough. It was a really popular post and there were so many people sharing their thoughts and tricks to stay positive. Kathy then used some of this discussion to pull together an article about how to stay optimistic as a fundraiser. Our stock in trade as fundraisers is optimism, she said. And personally, I couldn't agree more. After reading it, I got thinking about how much a sense of optimism can relate to our well-being. Finding the simple joys in everyday things is vital. Knowing what makes you smile and doing those things as often as you can is key. It might be a walk in nature, a bike ride with your family, snuggled up with a great book, or even playing with your cat. And this leads quite well into my last suggestion. So suggestion number three is to prioritise you. I read somewhere once a statement that really resonated with me. It was, make yourself a priority. At the end of the day, you are your longest commitment. So while you might know what makes you smile or what you like to do to relax, if you don't prioritise yourself, you'll rarely get a chance to do them. We all know how busy our lives can be working in this sector, and you'll never get time to do the things you like unless you make the time, even if that means scheduling things into your diary. That's what I do. 
Not always, but most of the time. And when I feel under lots of pressure or I'm feeling overwhelmed by too much, I remind myself to look at how I've been prioritizing myself. And more often than not, it becomes clear that I haven't been. So I readjust, add some things of my priorities back into my schedule again, and off I go. Us non-profit peeps are often so giving of ourselves, but our personal well-being is paramount. We're no good to anyone, our charities or the people we support, if we don't look after ourselves. Perhaps 2021 can be the year that you prioritise you. 